Welcome to where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views, they are amazing. Welcome to the second installment of The Break Room here live on the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. Uh, I am your host today. I am the only host of this particular uh, segment and this format, but uh, I really want to thank all of you that tuned in to the first show. Uh, the break room live from the 13th floor. Uh, we got a lot of great feedback. A lot of people uh, left comments. Definitely appreciate that. Stay tuned. There's more to come. Today from the break room, I really want to talk to you all about being out of tune. And when I say that, I really want you to think about you as a person and when you are operating in the proper frequency and in the proper channel of your particular life. And I'll share a story with you all today that will kind of illustrate what happens when you are out of tune. But really and truly, if you think about it, there are so many of us that we're depending on external things to guide us and lead us when really and truly we were given everything that we need on the inside. And you should be tuning from the inside out, but instead we're allowing external things to influence how we operate in our life. So what I wanna do for you today, I wanna give you a story. And this story invo involves me. Uh, 2008, I think it was uh, Easter Sunday. As a matter of fact, I know it was Easter Sunday because my current wife, the person I was uh, dating her at the time, girlfriend, she was trying to get me to go to church. And I was like, nah, that's not my thing. I don't do that. Not going to church. I'm going out here to ride my motorcycle that I only had for probably about two weeks, maybe three. So brand new rider uh, going out to ride or probably about 45, 50 other people. And we're going to go ride. We're in South Florida and we're going up this street called 27 and we're going up 27 to get to this breakfast restaurant that we were gonna eat at. So as the novice in the group, uh, follow me now, as the novice in the group, I get assigned a person, Dave, and Dave is going to be with me because the rest of the group is going to ride at a speed a little bit beyond my capability, my comfort zone at the time. So follow me right now, I am in tune with my capabilities, with what I can do. As we're going to go, Dave says, hey, man, here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to slowly increase by 10 miles an hour. We're going to start at 60. We'll ride for a little bit. As I see you're comfortable, we'll keep going up. We'll get to about 80 and we'll cruise the rest of the way and meet everybody for breakfast. Don't worry about keeping up. Sounds like we're doing great to this point, right? Love it. So we ride. I can't remember the, the, the distance. It was quite a it was quite a ride, though. Uh, we're talking about probably at least an hour, maybe an hour and a half. And we ride 60, 70, 80 cruising uh, route 27. There aren't many cars, especially since it's a holiday. It's Easter Sunday uh, and it's early. Road is wide open. We cruise there. No problem. Get there to have breakfast. Everybody's congratulating me on my first long ride. Uh, I took many longer rides after that one, but 
We get there, we have breakfast, having a good time. Now it's time to go back. And at this point, we realize that there's some rain. It's South Florida, by all means. So there's some rain that's coming. And uh, we're going to do the same thing going back. It's going to be Dave and I. Everybody else is going to go. They're riding at a high rate of speed, much greater and far beyond what I'm able to do. Still in tune with my capabilities, uh, my preparedness. We leave. Dave says, all right, hey, this time we'll do the same thing. We'll start at 70, but we're going to go 70, 80, 90. Cool. No problem, Dave. He gives me directions. Stay about two bike lengths behind me, maybe a bike length if you're comfortable, and we'll go. Everybody else leaves. Never see them again. Uh, Dave and I are riding. We're going. Man, it's awesome. Feels great. Feels amazing. Uh, and my family... It's just a family of motorcycle riders. All my uncles rode. Even my grandmother was in her 80s and would ride on the back of a crotch rocket, which is a, a sport bike, right? For those of you that aren't familiar with the lingo. So we're riding, feeling good. This is great. This is one of my bucket list items. Always wanted to get a motorcycle. Always wanted to ride. I have cousins that rode. Um, it's in my DNA. So we're doing it. We get to 80. We get to 90. We're riding for a while. We pull over. Dave says, okay. Hey, man, look, rain's getting ready to come. We got to get home. Remember, I told you we're 90 minutes out. Uh, at this point, we probably rode 30, 35 minutes. So we got some time to go still. Dave says, hey, I'm going to take you up to 100, and that's where we'll cruise. Um, don't worry, 100 on a bike is not like 100 in a car, um, which is fact, true. Um, and we'll go, we'll cruise the rest of the way. Get back on, feeling good. We're going 70, 80, 90, 100. Boom, cruising. We're riding. We've gone miles at this point. And, uh, you know, I can see the dark clouds up ahead. And I can tell that, man, at some point it's going to rain. And I'm just so glad that we're going to get home. And while I'm thinking of all these other things that, what else am I going to do today? Uh, I'm supposed to go down to my parents' house. All of these really awesome things I'm looking forward to. And something blows by me on this highway. And I literally look back to see what that was that blew by me. Well, let's pause right there. <laughs> hey, I am on a motorcycle. I am going 100 miles per hour. And I stopped to look back to see what's happening. What just went by my bike? Well, let's pick back up. So I'm looking back. And as I start to look back up, I'm like, wow, the yellow line sure is really close to me, right? Why is the yellow line so close to me? Good question. Well, the yellow line was that close to me because during the time that I was looking back trying to figure out what that was, we were approaching a sweeping right turn. Guess what? By the time my eyes got up and I could see the turn, too late. Not going to make it. Guess what we're doing or what I'm doing? Because Dave, 
All I saw was the end of Dave's bike sweeping right. Me, on the other hand, all I saw was grass because I am now down, going down in this ditch. And it was at that moment that I knew that I was out of tune. I was no longer in line with my capability, my preparation, my normal operating mode, which would be, I don't do such things unless I have researched, studied, practice, have know it like the back of my hand. I know the route, I know the road. There's no surprises, I know what's happening. I was now out of tune with the person that I am. And there are so many of us out there that we get to that point where we get out of tune and when we do it, we don't know how it happened. We don't know why it happened. And a lot of times we blame other people. And it would be very easy for me to this day and time to blame Dave for why was Dave riding so fast? Why did Dave think it was a good idea for me to ride at 100 miles per hour? And I want to pause right here on the story. And I know you want to hear more. I know you want to hear what happened. But here's the thing. Let's take this from out of being a motorcycle. Let's take it to those of you that are struggling in a relationship right now and you're blaming the other person. Let's take it to your job that you can't stand. You hate it, yet you go to it day after day and you blame somebody else for you being in that job as if somebody came and woke you up out of your bed every day, helped you get in your work clothes, drove you there, told you you were going to stay here until I come to get you and you will endure this place that you hate. You will endure these people that you can't stand. That's not what happens. There are some of us out there right now that look, we're not, we're not, we're not pursuing our goals. We're not pursuing our dreams. We don't have money and we're blaming, we're blaming 45. We're blaming the economy. We're blaming the way we were raised. We're blaming our parents for, for not giving us the tools that we needed and not providing for us when really and truly at the end of the day, it's probably something that you did to be out of tune with who you are, what your capability is, what your preparation was. And at some point you have to decide that I am going to look internally and tune in to the person that I'm supposed to be and the things that I'm supposed to accomplish. Let's pause right there. Let's go back to the story because I know you want to hear it. So here it is. I'm going down in the ditch and I realize, okay, I'm keeping the bike up, but now I'm going up the other side of the ditch. And this is where things go completely out of tune. When I look at what's on the other side of the ditch, it's the other side of the highway and there are oncoming cars. So now, guess what? I can't go out there because now I'm gonna get hit by multiple cars. So I do the one thing that no motorcycle rider ever wants to do, um, I lay the bike down. But the way that I choose to lay the bike down, once again, I'm out of tune because I simply could have gone down on my left side. It wouldn't have been a good idea to go down on my right side because I'd have been going down in the ditch again. Um, but I could have laid down on the right, kicked the bike away and on the left, and I'd have probably been okay. But instead, I grab a handful of brake 
And what does that do? That now sends me flying in the air. So I'm flying and it's funny. When you are out of tune, your internal music stops. Let me say it again. When you are out of tune, your internal music stops. And that is the point where every moment in your life where you've been out of tune, where you made the wrong decision, you went down the wrong street, you made the wrong turn, all of those flash back to you until it gets back to that moment, right? And for most of us, when we say, my life flashed before my eyes, it flashes you back to the earliest moment of when you were the most in tune with who you were. And usually for most of us, that is the day that we were born, the moment that we were born and we came out and we could see, and we were at the most in tune that we ever, for most of us, will be for the rest of our lives because we did not have the external influence. We did not have an external person to blame, to give fault to. But we realized at that moment that there were so many things we've been doing wrong and there's nobody to blame at that point but ourselves. So once that moment passed, I realized I need to live. I cannot <laughs> end up in the street because as I say, I am flying, but I am flying in the air, almost about to go into the street. So at this point, it's, I realize I have to take control. I just can't be out of tune and give gravity and motion and whatever else you want to use at this point to be the excuse of why this is going to happen to me. So I take control and I decide I'm going to tuck and kind of get into a somersault type situation. And I do tuck and I come down on my left shoulder. Bam! Just like that. For those of you that aren't watching this on video, you probably want to watch it because you'll get to see the funny movement I made when I said, bam! There it is again. Anyway, come down on my left shoulder. Legs come over. Now I'm just skidding. I'm halfway on asphalt, halfway on grass. As I'm sliding, I realize, ooh-ooh, still going out into the street. So, <laughs> take it back, right? In all that flashing, I flash back to my time growing up in New York, where I was born and left at an early age, but not early enough that I miss breakdancing, right? So please feel free to laugh because it's funny to me when I think about it. Uh, windmill, windmill to the right, gotta, gotta redirect my body. Um, so I kick my legs as hard as I could to the right and I end up going more grass than asphalt. I stop, but I still hear this scraping sound and I don't know what this scraping sound is, but the scraping sound is getting louder and it, I can tell that it's something that's approaching me. I know it's not a car because the way it's dragging, but I'm not in the street, but you know what it is? I look back and it's the bike. The bike is coming at me still and the bike stops literally inches away from my head. Wow. Talk about message hey, you're living your life out of tune. And some of you missing that miss that message all the time. You're out of tune and the signs are all around you. You, you can't get your health right. Um, you, you, you don't wanna wake up in the morning. You can't go to sleep at night. So many things letting you know that, hey, you are out of tune and you need to find a way to get back in tune with who you are, what your preparation was, your level of readiness, your capability, 
so many different things that you're out of tune with and the signs are all around you, but you ignore them, right? I, I stand up because at this point, <laughs> I'm alive. I stand up. I'm checking for broken limbs, something broken. I just feel like something has to be out of whack, right? And what I didn't know at the time was, and I, I, I'll, I'll pause on what I didn't know. I stand up. First thing I do, take my helmet off and throw it. Across the way, there's a park, and there were some little kids that saw me. And the little kids are like, mommy, 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 daddy, the man, the man had an accident. So I see people, they're about to try to attempt to cross the street, but once I took that helmet off and they saw what I looked like, they decided that I was okay from a distance. I didn't need help, which at the end of the day, this was probably the most sobering moment to make me realize that, you know what, I did not need help from anyone at that point in time because there were a lot of decisions that got me to this point where I was out of tune. And that was the symbolism. Forget about the racism, but that was the symbolism that let me know of, hey, <laughs> here's some people that could have helped you, but you know what? You're on your own feet right now and you're walking. You don't really need these people's help. And then sure enough, I hear a motorcycle coming. It's Dave. Dave had to go down quite a ways after he made that turn and realized I wasn't behind him anymore. And he came back. And here comes Dave. He walks up to me and he says, you did good. You did real good. And I'm like, Dave, what do you mean I did good? Look at my bike, man. I don't even want to, I don't even want to look at it too hard because I know I just got it three weeks ago. He said, yeah, but guess what? You didn't die. You didn't kill yourself. So you did good. At that moment, I probably wanted to hit Dave in the face. But later on, I realized Dave was right. I had another opportunity to get back in tune with my capabilities, my preparation, and the person that I was supposed to be. And that day, right after that, my left shoulder's throbbing. I have no idea why. All I knew was that's the shoulder I came down on. I got back on that bike. We had another 45 or so miles to ride to get home. And guess what happened? The moment I got back on the bike, the rain started pouring down and we were forced to ride the rest of the way home at 60 miles per hour. Which, if I would have rode in tune at my capability, at the level of my preparation originally, we probably would have rode all the way home at 60 miles per hour. And here it was the lesson that came to show me that your version of in tune on this motorcycle was 60 miles per hour. And there's some of you out there right now that you cannot accept what your 60 mile per hour is. And you're trying to do this life like somebody else and you're way out of tune. And you need to get back in tune. So many more lessons that we could share, but I want that one to hit you. Are you out of tune? And what is your capability? What is your preparation? And how will you get back in tune with the person that you're supposed to be? <laughs> this was the second installment of From the Break Room on the 13th floor, where their furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. <laughs> and when we break, oh, we break. See you guys next month. Oh, by the way, don't forget, you can listen to us on SoundCloud, Google Play, uh, iTunes, 
YouTube, Vimeo, Facebook, Instagram. Look for us at 13.4, please. And if you'd like to connect with me and get yourself in tune, you can find me at OnlyCarol on Instagram. You can shoot me an email. That's Carol, K-E-R-R-O-L, at Carol.com. Look forward to, to uh, hearing from you and helping you get back into Peace! Welcome to where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views, they are amazing. amazing.